You are recording now. I am recording. Let's record a podcast. Another edition of Random Bullshit. My name is Nathan Greenaway, and with me is the Empire Records to my Psycho Industries, or whatever Simon Cowell's record label is called. It's Benny, but Ben, what's going on? Not much, just sitting here talking some bullshit with you. Pretty much. I don't even know if Empire Records is real. I've just heard people talk about it before. It's a film, isn't it? Is it? I need to think of a new analogy for next time. But Ben, I'm going to ask you a question straight up. What is the most embarrassing thing you reckon you could do if you work on a train? Uh, ooh. Ooh, that's hard. I can make like shit and vomit myself at the same time. Like as I'm walking down, like the eye. <laughs> Just onto a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What if I said to you that there is a, someone out there who, whilst working on a train, decided to look at some pornographic material yeah. whilst on their phone and got caught because they left a tannoy system on? <laughs> nice. So this is from Sky News and it reads Southwestern Rail investigating after worker broadcast porn to giggling passengers. Nice. Unsuspecting passengers found themselves listening to sexual noises as they travelled on their train. Get out of sexual noises. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wasn't watching porn. Maybe he was just actually just straight up having sex. Maybe, yeah. I kind of think it was porn. <laughs> I just think that sounds amazing. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, is that really loud? A turn on my aircon? <laughs> no, that's just a really loud rustling noise. Yeah. Right, should we get? Is it? Is it gone now? Yeah, that's better. Right. I'm not Down. editing that out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it goes on to read to this. Commuters were left bemused after what sounded like audio from a pornographic film was broadcast across the entire train's tannoy system. <laughs> wow. I wonder what those kids thought. The ones that got shout. <laughs> the ones that you threw off. <laughs> Maybe that's why you vomited and shit yourself. Yeah. it was you <laughs> that was doing it. It was me. I do actually work at that, that railway station. I'm at Liverpool, I think. Yeah. It's a hell of a commute. <laughs> it's like an 80 Only place to watch porn. you got to fucking give me a break. <laughs> There's no porn in Taipei. Hmm. <laughs> lock, lock. Is it really? No. Nah, nah, uh, uh, I know like in China they block loads of shit like that. Yeah, China's weird. Like, China is very way more fucked up than I thought it was. Like, they, they hide a lot of shit. Like, um, what was it? The a guy was telling me today, someone got, oh yeah, the, the people who talk illly about the government, and there was a woman, uh, basically like assassinated, and they cover up really well. So there was this woman who threw a, a tub of paint on a, on the picture of like the president of, of China, 
and she like live streamed it. Literally. And then like um her dad was like really worried about her and she he started like live streaming stuff as well. And he put like put, like, a, put, like a video of um government coming to her house and and then he kinda like videoed them talking to his daughter, the woman who threw the paint. And then literally he put a video up like a couple weeks later and he was like, Yeah, my daughter's disappeared. They've the government's killed her, there's no trace of her. And they're like, Oh, that's, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds amazing. Does that mean you're going to get killed? I don't live in China, so Thai, no, Taiwan's will they there. will they come for you? Probably. Fuck them. So if you disappear, I'll just have you to know just... what happens. I keep throwing paint on people, yeah, you know? <laughs> and throwing up on kids. <laughs> I'm watching porn and trains. Fucking hell! <laughs> it's just the only free things you do. And you, <laughs> and you teach kids English. This is getting worrying. <laughs> We could use this against you. Yeah. Court of law. I'm still on that. Everyone on these podcasts against me. In the court of law. Uh, well, the last. No, not the last. I can't remember what one we're on, but didn't we do that one where we planned to kidnap Jeff Hardy and replace him with you? Oh, yeah. That might be habit because Jeff Hardy's knee is fucked up and he's just had massive surgery to reconstruct it. Was it you? Yeah. It was me, yeah. Ah. I spat on his knee a bunch and he was like what the fuck and then I just broke it <laughs> your spit broke it <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the, still on a bit of Sky News where they've got random funny stories um, I don't know how, how fucking fucked up are people someone's managed to cock up the pricing on a bottle of eye drops so when it scanned across the till it came up as four billion pounds <laughs> Wow, some really good eye drops. <laughs> that is so. Imagine that mistake of just going up and going, oh, um, Ben, you know, I said to put those eye drops as four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, I did it. But uh, you put it as four billion pounds. <laughs> you added like eight zeros. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even exact though. It's four billion and thirty one million six hundred twenty six thousand seven hundred eleven pounds. 51 pence instead of <laughs> instead of 995 yeah wow <laughs> there's not even a nine in there <laughs> it'll just slap the keyboard oh yeah that'll do oh, i like this person's wit someone because obviously these people are very bored at sky news but they asked the customer about it and she Ooh. said i just couldn't believe my eyes wow that's oh, comedy that's comedy <laughs> Right there. That is so funny. That's why she needed eye drops. <laughs> you saw the price. It was like, fuck, I need to get some eye drops, man. <laughs> what a mistake. And speaking oh. of absolute mistakes, this might be a complete clusterfuck of an episode. <laughs> Probably. What we have done this week is we each went away and used our spare time to create an entire wrestling show. Right. Only Sorry. using characters from video games wait do you reckon i let's, let's thought of something if i went to sky news right now something happened to me like two days ago which is very awkward and i reckon i could actually sell them a story uh, i got propositioned by a stranger to, i've never met before about one o'clock in the afternoon to have a threesome with a prostitute oh yeah you messaged me about this <laughs> tell, them, wanted, tell the full story so I'm, an, I'm obviously a white man in, in Taipei. I'm you know, obviously a white man. <laughs> I, mean, I sound pretty white. Honestly. You're and, on a um, podcast, of course you're white. 
<laughs> and yeah, I was walking to this uh, bank in this place called Longshan Temple, which is very, it's like the Compton of Taipei. It's the most dangerous shit around there. I used to live there. Um, <laughs> and there's a ton of prostitutes about. There's a ton of prostitutes. I didn't really notice how many there were until I didn't live in the Longshan. That was that uh, every fucking month, everyone there is a prostitute. Anyway, so I was walking to the bank and there's this the road, there's a specific road. We're literally in, I don't know, 20 metres. You you can see about 30 different prostitutes just literally standing by the road. They try and, like, distract her, like, wave to you and shit. And all that shit. Like, as I was walking by, the first time ever, I noticed there was, like, three or four men who were, like, hands in their jackets. Like, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm pretty sure they got guns on them. Like, I'm sure these are their pimps. Anyway, as I was uh, walking through, I was, like, listening to music. I wasn't even, like, thinking about like prostitutes that much and uh, like some guy he was like really he's like 18 years old he's really like nervous and he came up to me and he was like hey and he asked me like how i'm doing and i was like oh cool like that's that's not that uncommon that like random strangers people, people are very friendly here not that uncommon that random strangers come up to you and have conversations i was like oh how you doing how you doing and he was like oh i'm gonna go have sex and i was like good for you man and he's like do you want to get with me and i was like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and, like, and he's like, no, did you want to do it with me? And I was like, and he can't kind of laugh to himself. And he's like, do you want to, I'm going to go have sex with a girl. Do you want to, you do it at the same time? And this is his exact words. And I was like, um, I'm okay. I'm going to meet my friend. And he was like, okay. And he was like, what about after? Can we do it any time of the day? And I was like, why do you want me to have sex with you? And he's like, It'd be fun. It'd be like, you're a handsome dude. It'd be fun. And he'd be like, I'm okay. I'm going to go meet someone for the whole day. You have fun with your sex. And he was just like, he followed me for a bit. And he was like, you sure you don't want to do this? He's like, really persistent. And I was like, no. It's, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm sorry, kid. Like, he was so horny. He was like an 18-year-old kid. I'm pretty sure he'd never had sex before. And he was like, he wanted it so badly. And I was kind of sorry for him. And I, at the end, I kind of got a little bit pissed off because he was really persistent. Um, <laughs> you could definitely sell that to Sky News. <laughs> we should sell that. British uh, man gets, gets forced into a threesome by a uh, Taipei underage man or some shit like that. <laughs> Twink denied threesome by white <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> and then the sub headline would be infamous train worker Ben Ebert. <laughs> Regularly shits on kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was it? <laughs> How much do prostitutes cost over there? I have no idea. You could get a pretend that you've never used one. I've, ne- I've never <laughs> used one. I've never used one. I've been, I've been propositioned quite a few times. I know that quite a few people have had like hand jobs from them, but I've never <laughs> actually used one myself. <laughs> Next time you do a, another documentary, yeah, can you two just walk around that area and film me? <laughs> yeah, we should. Really should. I literally gave this idea to the other Ben before. Uh, we should actually do a bit where we might meet a prostitute. <laughs> Just hire them and they're like, oh, so where are we doing this? It's like, no, 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 we want you for our YouTube video. <laughs> they're like, oh, I don't Just think... Just going to interview. Yeah, <laughs> you're just going to interview. 
<laughs> market <laughs> research. Yeah. Go to every city in the world, interview the prostitutes and compare yeah. prices. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Man. That's actually generally a cool idea. It's not. Yeah. No, like, Louis, Louis Farouk would do. Actually, I could picture Louis Farouk definitely doing that. Yeah, definitely. But then he would do it well, whereas you would probably just giggle the whole time. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's the best story. I, I don't even want to do the rest of this podcast now. I just want to keep pulling on this thread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's no way for me to segue into this. <laughs> Uh, let's try though. So we have to go from prostitutes to wrestling. Uh, Video game characters wrestling. Ah, literally killing in my in my in my show. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, some wrestling game designers are massively overworked, so they're kind of like prostitutes. Sure, that'll do. Game designers in general. So we have made our own wrestling shows and cards, backstories and everything. We put way more thought into this than we did real life stuff. (laughs) And we have come up using only video game characters, a show, a description kind of for each match and everything like that. So I think we're just going to go back and forth and kind of tease out the details. So Ben, if you could start off with, did you name your event? Where does it take place? What? I named it three minutes ago. Oh. I named it Burning Man 2021. <laughs> Burning Man. Where does it take place? Does it has a does it have a Nevada Desert? Ah, smart. So you took over Burning Man. Yep. I'm doing it first. I'm doing it next year. I actually bought it. It's my thing now. I'm doing it next year when it's going to be pretty tame, like how it is now. And in 2021 is where the shit hit the fan. It's just video game characters brought to life. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is called Season Pass 2019. It right. was supposed to take place on the 5th of May 2019, but due to circumstances that we will find out later on, it actually ends up taking place on the 10th of November. It is at the Saitami Super Arena in Saitama, Japan. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. And, yeah, that's what I've got so far. Nice. Ben, what opens your show? Okay, the premise. If anyone knows uh, the history of Mortal Kombat, the bad, main bad guy is a guy called Shao Kahn. He's the leader of NeverRealm, yeah? And he likes to invade, he likes to invade planet, like realms and take, take over them. That's like his thing, it's his hobby. He loves taking over realms. And, um, but there are these people called the Elder Gods, right? Who? To Shao Kahn is like a strong guy. He's not an elder god, but he's like a pretty strong dude. Um, he must appease, run the, by the rules of the elder gods. The elder gods say the earth realm, which is our realm, have to put one. I put one champion up to fight against Shao Kahn, and if they uh, and if he loses, he can't take over the realm. Right? If he wins, he can. Pretty simple. So my wrestling tournament kind of thing is to find out who that champion is going to be. And it has a wider range of video game characters from each generation, each, like, franchise. There's a lot of diversity in this thing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So your show opens with kind of just putting up the bracket and everything. Yeah. It starts with Shao Kahn being like, ah, I'm going to take over the world. Who will fight me? 
And then there's like uh, intros. What are those things in wrestling called? Uh, um, what, like the video packages? Yeah, the video packages, all right? They're video packages of how each character has come to the to, to fight, why they're fighting. It's come to, is, is seeing uh, Shao Kahn invade the Earth, yeah? Yeah. And they're all arriving. So the first the first match, I'm going to go straight to my first match. Go for Got. it. First match arriving, because there's several matches, and the winner of each match is going to go to the final match, yeah, of where yeah. they decide who's going to be who's going to be fighting Shao Kahn. So, in the first one is the video game franchise match. We have many, all the good video uh, fighting game franchises because they all competition with each other, right? They all think they're the best. Like there's Tekken, there's Street Fighter, there's Soul Calibur, and of course there's Mortal Kombat. So, the Mortal Kombat characters were the first ones to know about it. The Shao Kahn does this shit a lot, yeah? So, Scorpion and Sub-Zero decided to put their differences aside and, just, and team up in a tag team match called the, the Song of Fire and Ice. That isn't a reference to anything, I swear. Um, and they're going to come in to the ring. One's burning flames, the other has like an ice hammer in their hand. And they just kind of scream at Shao Kahn, yeah? Love it. Yeah. And we've got Street Fighter representing with Ryu. He comes in Hydukins, people. And the bad guy of Street Fighter, Mr. M. Bison. We're just going to call this one Overrated Dog Shit. Yeah? That's the tag team <laughs> name. Overrated Dog Shit, yeah? There's no and, bias going on here. <laughs> and we have Tekken representing. So we have Eddie Gordo. Who was like? He's, most people, most people kind of love Eddie Gordo. I remember him from Tekken Three, using his cool kicks. Eddie Gordo, Gordo is like the coolest character to use in Tekken. And we've got the big mainstay, the kind of protagonist of Tekken series, a guy called Jin Kazamo. I don't know that much that much about Jin Kazamo. The last Tekken I played was maybe Tekken Four. And all I know about him is when he gets like angry, he has get he like sprouts like black angel wings and like horns. That's all I know about him. What a guy! What a cool guy! Who wins? But finally, oh yeah, Tekken tag teams don't have a match. I'm just gonna call it the cool winged people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> what? What? What happens? So is it? And then so, finally, sorry, oh, finally, great. we've got the Soul Calibur representing. Oh, I forgot we've got that Nightmare. Then. Do you know? I mean, do you know? And you know much about Soul Calibur? Uh, they had Assassin's Creed in it one year. Mm. And Yoda. And Yoda and Darth Vader once. Anyway, so the guy called Nightmare, who's like the bad guy of the Soul Calibur series, I believe. He has like a huge fucking sword, and he looks like a demon. And he's got one massive, like, claw. Pretty scary looking dude. And this other guy called Voldo. He's, re- he's like, if you were, like, really, 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 really into, like, bondage, this would be your fighting character. You know, I'm not joking. He has, like, weird leather straps, like, all around him. He can't actually stand up straight. He kind of walks in all four, like the woman in Exorcist. Like, he's weird as shit. Yeah. I'm, I've called this duo Nightmare Bondage. Uh, that was really... <laughs> a lot of thought went into that name. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do comparison? That's what, you, what those 
So is it just one tag team match between all of those people? Yeah. The four-way tag team match. <laughs> my, do you want to hear my first match? Then you can tell yeah. us who wins yours. I've opened my show with Max Caulfield and Chloe Price from Life is Strange. <laughs> taking <laughs> on Clementine and AJ from Telltale's Walking Dead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got some, we've got down two very different paths. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And it gets so much weirder than this. This is very basic. Yeah? Well, what happens in your first match? Yeah. So, Fighters Across the Universe, who's home of Shao Kai, 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 and Scorpion yeah. goes around and just uppercuts him out. It's called a toasty from Mortal Kombat. He just knocks his fucking head off, yeah? Uh, Scorpion kills Eddie Gordo then by whipping his... throws his spear into Eddie Gordo and he sets him ablaze as, it, as Eddie Gordo tries to come and kick him in the face, which will never work. Yeah? <laughs> Sub-Zero is fighting M. Bison by freezing him and smashing... And freezing... They're, they're trading blows and, and M. Bison is shooting like shadow balls at uh, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero dodges him away, yeah? And he picks it, he makes it ice cone himself, picks it up and throws it in Bison. He makes him, he makes him uh, frozen. Sub-Zero makes uh, a big hammer out of ice and smashes him to pieces. Well, this is, they, they get, I, I'm going straight to kills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go for it. <laughs> Sub-Zero and Scorpion kill Jin Kazuma after Scorpion, uh, Jin gets really mad. He sees, or he sees Ezzy Gordo die, his, his one friend in life. So his horns grow and his wings grow and he starts flying around the stadium. The Scorpion is up zero, like, fucking, we can do this shit. And they throw, Scorpion throws his spear again. He sets him a blade and he pulls him down to the floor. Yeah? And then Sub-Zero freezes Jin's, Jin's wings off and smashes them to pieces. And then they both just stomp on his head. And he's actually left. Oh, yeah. And it's not a match Ryu killed Vodo. After Voldo was like spinning around and he's freaking everybody out. And so Ryu just Shaoyukin's him into the ceiling and like through the ceiling. Shaoyukin is like a big, like up flying uppercut. <laughs> and then we have this nightmare. Oh, yeah. I didn't do this in a very chronological order. <laughs> nightmare to start. The very start of the match, they were all just like looking at each other, yeah? Nightmare brings out a huge blade, which is oh, called Soul Calibur, actually. His blade is called Soul Calibur, and it's like fucking huge. And everyone's like, wait, we didn't agree this was a weapons match at the beginning. So, and, and more combat tech and Street of Fire characters just like colliding into him. He like swings his blade around, but everyone starts kicking and pummeling him. Eventually, M. Bison and Ryu just Hiduken, like right in the middle of him, and he just splits apart. Oh yeah. Anyway, people win. So are Mortal Kombat one. Mortal Kombat wins. Yeah. <laughs> what a match! I know. That sounds incredible. You love that. Sounds that. incredible. So my show opens, as I say, with Max Caulfield and Chloe Price from Life is Strange taking yeah. on the team of Clementine and AJ from Telltale's The Walking Dead. Uh, this match is taking place because Chloe called Lee a bitch. Um, oh, a few weeks back on TV, even though Lee's dead, so that was a bit out of order. Um, yeah. But it turned out this happened because AJ stole Max's Polaroid camera, mm. um, and that got really annoyed. 
Um, so this is a proper blood feud. Now, this yeah. is where life gets a bit complicated. Clementine and AJ actually win. Um, okay. But then Max reverses time. Mm. And so Max and Chloe win. Um, and no one realizes what happened apart from Duckman Drake from Time Splitters. Um, <laughs> and he's overseeing the whole event because I'm just presuming he's above space and time. And he yeah. comes down to tell the referee what happened. But the referee's like, well, we can't prove that happened. And then they are Duckman Drake asks Max, who agrees, but it says, well, these are my organically gained powers. No one told me I could use them. Um, there's a bit of a back and forth. And then Duckman Drake ends up throwing out the entire event. And yeah. the whole tournament ends up going to the court of arbitration for sport um, to get a ruling on whether time travel is legal. Um, and after they had to wait about six months because the court had to keep dealing with a football club signing underage players illegally. But that's another real world issue. Um, yeah, but yeah. then uh, President Mr. Ulrich Haas, who's a professor from Zurich and is the current president of the Court of Arbitration for Sport, gave this ruling. Um, he, he ruled that because of the nature of the event and the participants involved, anything goes and it's up to the referee's discretion, who is Duckman Drake. Um, in the rematch, Max and Chloe actually just win cleanly and there's no time travel needed. So that was a bit ironic. Fair play. So Max and Chloe win. Nice. Why they win? They're just bigger. They just won. Um, there was a bit of back and forth. AJ is a small child, so a bit stupid, and um, yeah, yeah. couldn't really get into the get into the action. Um, Chloe kind of just booted him in the face at one point, and he started crying. Max kind of took a picture of um, uh, Clementine, and the flash on the camera blinded her, and then Max uh, just got a nice little roll up for the one, two, three. Uh, the match didn't go very long. It was a good opening though. Sweet, sweet. There you go. What, what happens next on your event? Right. Next one. We have two of my favourite characters. This one is called the Badass Swordsman match. That's what I called it. We just have two characters. Do you want to guess who they are? Do you want to correct who guesses? Was it Badass Swordsman? Have you got Dante from Devil May Cry? I do have Dante. Oh, he's in my next match as well. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know, Raiden from Metal Gear Solid 2. No. We have our boy Kratos. No, Dante oh. versus Kratos. Okay. They're both out for a range because Shao Kahn uh, defeated them before. They're both men with big egos, right? They just yeah. think they're the best. Shao Kahn defeated them. And also, to add entry to insult, he shaved off the hair of Dante's brother's Virgil and he pissed in the mouth or, or Kratos' son, Loki, or, or Atreus. Or <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Kratos and Dante, they love a bit of bell. Their, their, their lives are, are full. It's a story of just battles and war. So, of course, they're going to come to this tournament. They look at each other down. They can see, they can, you can see, you can see these men. They're, these men, they mean business. One's got a badass like leather jacket and a huge sword called Rebellion. Two dual pistols called Ebony and Ivory. And some like really cool white hair. The other is bold, muscular as fuck. Has like a bunch of tattoos. Got a couple of uh, blades wrapped around his, his hands and a big Leviathan axe in, the, in his back. So, nice. they respect each other from the beginning. Yeah? Yeah. Two legendary warriors who, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Who wins? Who wins? So, they, it's at the beginning, they're kind of just talking a little bit. Dante is like throwing some insults. He's like commenting about like Kratos's like tattoos and he's, he's, doing, he's throwing a few jests. You know, he likes to make, have a little bit of laugh. He likes to annoy his enemies a little bit. So, nice. Dante basically just dodging away, using his like devil dodges and like shooting, shooting the, the odd bullet at Kratos. As Kratos is basically trying to swing his axe and his, his chaos blade at Dante. After a while, it goes on and on. Dante whips out his sword rebellion and they start just clashing again and again. Their blades are like sparks are flying as their blades are like swing against one another, yeah? And the battle intensifies. It goes on and on. They Both men get more and more annoyed. Dante even loses his cool as a good chunk of Dante's hair gets sliced off by a Leviathan blade. So, at this point, Dante says something like, oh, I'm going to piss in your son's mouth too. And, like, <laughs> and Kratos is like, ah, in Spartan rage, yeah. And at that point, Dante's like, oh, shit, I'll piss his motherfucker off. So he brings out his devil trigger. He goes in full devil mode, and they just clash against each other. They're just clawing at each other. It's going mental for ages and ages, yeah. Good, like, ten minutes go by. When they're swinging in, they're flying up into the... The, uh, roof, the, the roof of the stadium, they're crashing down, they're, they're, flying, they're going into, into the... Uh, like, there's like 2,000... No, it's more like that. Like, there's like 20,000 uh, people watching this, okay? Wow. It's crashing into the stage, it crashes into the spectators, and eventually, Kratos' anger, his Spartan rage, wins out. He pulls... He puts his fingers into Dante's eyes and he just rips his head open. <laughs> literally pulls his scalp off. And as Dante, Dante's like half demon, he's pretty badass. He, just ripping your head open wouldn't actually kill him. Dante's like, oh, and Christ is like, he's not so pretty anymore. And he starts wearing his hair. And he starts wearing Dante's hair, literally like stitches it, pulls out a needle out of his like, like bum bag. <laughs> And he just stitches it to his head. He's like, now I'm the pretty one. And he then just stamps on Dante's head and he's dead. <laughs> That's the end of the match. <laughs> that was really dramatic. Yeah. Poor Dante. So he lost all his hair. Yep. Wow. That's, that's got scalped. crazy. He got scalped <laughs> by Kratos in front of 20,000 people. Mm. <laughs> so my second match, I went for just a barbed wire death match. That's what I called it. But it doesn't really get involved. And it is Dante as well. But he's facing yeah. death from Darksiders. Oh, cool. I like it. So there we go. Uh, the match is happening because Dante um, touched Death's scythe a couple of yeah. weeks ago. And he got properly pissed about it. Oh, so this great. is another really personal blood feud. Uh, the match goes back and forth. Dante actually drops Ebony and Ivory at one point when he tries to use them. Um, oh, yeah. Probably because he was thinking about getting scalped. Now, now that I know that happened to him, he's actually got no hair. Uh, it's back and forth. I don't, I didn't write as much detail as you, but Dante wins after using Death's scythe to cut yeah. his head off. Nice. And then he still pins him. Apparently, he cuts his head off and then pins him. Uh, Death yeah. wasn't able to kick out, obviously. <laughs> and Dante lifted up Death's head to show the crowd the capacity of the arena that uh, I'm hoping that um, this is hosting is thirty-six thousand five hundred. Nice. So they all got to see death get get beheaded. Sweet. That's not very. That's not very nice. 
but that's what, yeah, happens. Sorry, that's, that's, that's what happens. So Dante loses one match, but he did win another. That's nice. Yeah, that's good, Dante. Well done. Good Dante would, would probably win against there. I don't think he'd win against Kratos, but I reckon he'd win against there. I don't think anyone would win against Kratos. Yeah, true. Did you see they're doing another Mortal Kombat movie? Oh. Yeah, they started oh. filming it in Australia. That's cool. Penny I, can't, I quite like the James first one. Is involved. Is he? Oh, they made a series I got too long ago. Did they? James Bond was involved in that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't very really long. It was only like I don't know, six like ten minute episodes, something like that. Um, tester to see if the film would work. Yeah, I think it was. It was called Mortal Kombat something. I don't know. Um, it was quite cool though. It was like Mortal quite Kombat. Mortal uh, Kombat test footage to decide if we're making a film. Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty <laughs> sure James Bond was involved in that as well. Like he's involved in a lot of stuff. He was involved in yeah. Aquaman, wasn't he? Yeah. And he's making that swamp thing. Is he? You seen, you seen the trailer for that? Yes, kind of. You have. <laughs> I saw a gif of it on Twitter. <laughs> no, I watched it. He's the executive producer, I think, of Swamp Thing. It looks really creepy. It's like it looks like it's done proper horror. Yeah, Swamp Thing's a weird character. Uh, but he's not a video game character, so he's not in okay. this. What's coming up next over at your event? How many uh, matches have you got below? I've got like eight. Yeah. Don't do one more because I've literally only got five. Oh. Yeah, five. Okay. Well, straight after that match, we're going into a triple threat inferno match. So first person to get set on, f- so first person to set the other two on fire wins. Right. And I've got Super Meat Boy taking on okay. Shovel Knight, taking on Frisk, which is apparently the name of the little kid from Undertale. Oh, cool. Apparently, according to the Wikipedia for Undertale, yeah. that's what he's called. Um. This was a fight about who's going to get a, a sequel first and who has yes. a better legacy because all three games have a legacy section. Yeah. So I figured, why not put your legacies on the line? Uh, the, this match isn't very long because it's actually a really obvious thing that the other two didn't realize when they signed up for that, and that is that Shovel Knight's wearing armor. You can't set metal <laughs> on fire. That's true. <laughs> so they try to gang up on Shovel Knight, and Shovel Knight just kind of pushes them off, hits him with his shovel, and both fall into the flames. Um right. So this is actually just more of a match because the other two are basically really dumb and I prefer Shovel Knight. Mm. <laughs> so that's what, that's what happened next. But what's happening next over they, there? They die. Did all of them die? Uh, yeah, they're, they're on yeah. fire. So they're probably, they're probably dead. I mean, unless cool. Duckman, this Duckman Drake's going to get involved again. But like the event already got pushed back by like five months. So yeah. we so, can't be going back. My next, uh, my next match is called Babyface Battle. Yeah, it's a freeway, not in that way, but like it's a freeway match. But Nathan... a twink, a prostitute, <laughs> and, <Benny laughs> and me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's a twink, by the way? Is it a couple times? I think it's just a young teenage boy, isn't it? I don't know. I've just heard people say it. I'm not really. I'm just trying to be cool. Yeah, I know. Do you want right. me to Urban Dictionary twink whilst you're talking? So, we have Nathan Drake versus Solid Snake versus BJ Blaskowitz from the... Um, Wolfenstein. Stein, that's the one. So, the match starts with Nathan Drake and BJ Blaskowitz start sharing a few insults and jams between one another. 
they realize that they're after the same thing. That each man, they both want to be saviors of the earth, right? They both want to be, they, they're the heroes that don't want to be there, but feel like they have to be there. So they, they, they realize they're after the same thing, but the other man doesn't trust, the, they don't trust each other. Who is this idiot? But just thinking, who is this pretty boy idiot who's not even in very good shape, but like, he's just some adventure who gets like really lucky. Thinking, who is this mad eye soldier? He doesn't have the initiativity, he doesn't have the imagination to take down someone like Shao Kahn. But so, obviously, they have to fight. They start fight, like fist fighting. They really, like, really start proper brawling. It's the only match that is actually quite like normal wrestling. So they start like brawling, like punching each other, yeah? And they start just, just you know, normal fighting. They, so eventually, they get annoyed at each other and they start using weapons, right? So they start, they each go to the side of the ring. And they're like, oh, fuck. And Bree J takes out like a sledgehammer and he's like, find all his weapons. Nathan Drake just finds like a box and he's like, this box is really heavy. Like, I'm sure there's something crazy in this box. So he put, puts it on the, in the ring. And they both start to get back in the ring, right? All of a sudden, Solid Snake pops out of the cardboard box. And he just, <laughs> and you hear that alarm ring, ah! Yeah? And they start using, and Solid Snake literally just starts using karate on both of them. Because he's a better fighter than both of them, really. Like, he just starts using like, ninja tactics and he's like, like, I don't know, Navy SEAL shit. Not like, kicking them in the shins and slapping them about. Yeah. And three, you know, three of them like, just trade blows for each other for a while. They're like, for like 20 minutes, they're just knocking against each other. Their, 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 their jaws are broken. Their fingers are broken. Everybody, they're, they're, they're fucked up. But essentially, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Solid, eventually, he realizes he didn't want to have to take these measures, but he realizes these men are going for blood. There's no way I'm gonna leave that. There's no way Solid Snake is gonna let the uh, the fate of the Earth on two random, seemingly normal people. When he's Solid fucking Snake, there's like four clones of him, and he's like rapidly aging or some shit. This Solid fucking Snake is a weird guy. Anyway, all of a Solid Snake just goes mental and just snaps BJ's neck. Yeah, he kicks Nathan Drake like seven times, just breaking his bones, like stamping them. Like Nathan Drake is like completely fucked at this point. Anyway. Snake looks around, thinking he's won, yeah? Thinking he's, and he's thinking about how he's going to defeat Sharko, and what he's going to actually fight next. Anyway, all of a sudden, there's a rupture from the outside of the stadium, all coming through, and, it, and, and like, you start seeing sunlight as this huge kind of ship comes through, and like, it's blue and white, it kind of shaped like a swan. And on the side of it, you hear, you see the Normandy coming down, and it starts landing. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts landing, killing like a hundred of the, the, the spectators, right? And just, and the uh, door comes down, and out of the door, you see a renegade Commander Shepard, yeah? And he's just looking around, and he's got his Omni tool out. He's got no guns, just his Omni tool. So he's not fucking any of this, yeah? Anyway. Snake Caesars and like shit, fuck, I'm done. He starts sneaking through the crowd, and Commander Shepherds just emerges through the stage, just like meat and mad dogging like everybody. He's so annoyed. He's got like renegade scars on him because this is 2013 Commander Shepherd, yeah. When yeah. everyone hated the ending of Mass Effect Three, and after the ending, 
when command when he saved everyone on the earth, everyone's like, "Fuck you, fuck you, Mass Effect." He was so annoyed. He's so hated and, and consumed by hatred from the world. He said he saved everyone, so he's come. So he's come to come and kill Shao Kahn and then rule the world as his own. He's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. He's gonna take renegade choices whenever he wants. Yeah, and it, the world would just be his playground. He'll feel important again. He'll feel like the Commander Shepard, the good guy again. But basically, he's gone completely to the dark side, yeah? Yeah. So, then, and Snake eventually gets caught, yeah? The two of them, so Snake and the Commander Shepard, just start punching and punching each other, yeah? And eventually, Snake gets stabbed in, uh, in the omnitool in like his chest, and he's like going down. But he's still got like, a couple of moves, yeah? Snake yeah. takes out his cigar and burns Commander Shepard. <laughs> When he's on me tour, he starts like burning off. Yeah, he's just stabbing him with his cigar. With his cigar, he just starts burning him. And, and like, Kamal Shepard is like kind of stunned. Okay, as this was going on in the ring, BJ Blazkowicz gets his head reattached to his body by you know his friend. I can't remember yeah. what his friend is called. Uh, I played it quite recently, but I can't remember their name either. Yeah, but anyway, he's like buddy. Comes like, like in Wolfstein 2, comes and reattaches his head, yeah? <laughs> and PJ just comes along and just cuts Commander Shepard's throat, yeah? <laughs> Snake and BJ, uh, so Commander Shepard's down. Snake and BJ just kind of stare at each other, both weakened. They're looking at each other in a soldier's uniform. They're wrecking at each other as people who fought a war. There's a kind of respect between the two of them, yeah? And they don't want to hurt each other. They're both here to like save the earth. But BJ just so decided, he's gone through a lot. He just died and come back. So he's kind of like, I, I kind of want to just sit down, yeah? <laughs> he sit down and start smoking a, a cigar together. A cigar that's laid with, like, Commander Shepard's, like, blood. So they just start smoking it. <laughs> and they start, like, talking about the, like, war they've been in, yeah? And after a while, it's like, snake, like, they talk for, like, hours, yeah? And Salcon's like, what the fuck is this filler bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, Snake has realised he respects BJ so much, yeah? And Snake recognises that he's so in pain. He's probably dying at this point. Like, he's bleeding out. So he just eats, he takes a, a tooth out of his mouth and eats a cyanide pill. BJ <laughs> just cries for a minute because his new friend has just died. He goes out to the Nevada desert and just buries him. He makes a little grave. <laughs> Never all, all the bystanders uh, uh, walk out. On this, yeah, walk out and watch him. They have a little funeral for a snake, solid snake, yeah? yeah. And then, and then as, as I'm making this shit up as I go, by the way. It doesn't as, show. It doesn't show. As they're, they're burying him, you see all the, you see the big boss, you see um, the solid snake dad or what the fuck they're called. It's just you see, the like, end, Nick, was it? Metal Gear Solid. Like three or four. Three, the one with the funeral. Right? Uh, yeah, the one with the funeral. Yeah, it's that. And it's then the... uh, all the stakes fuck off. And, <laughs> and then <laughs> they uh, and then they go back to the ring and BJ gets his like medal. <laughs> and it's on to the winner is BJ Blaskowitz after he's come back from the dead and how now has like a metal neck. <laughs> that was an ordeal. <laughs> it was, dude. You're so much more. That was a serious. That was a serious story. Like, I'd like the idea that in the background, whilst he's celebrating his win, you see um, what's her face, the woman from Mass Effect Two that brought Shepard back. Oh, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just see her in the back putting 
Commander Shepard's body back in the machine to try and revive him again. See, see you that match happened, and then there was like a twelve-hour window where there was a funeral. Yeah, there was, <laughs> and a little break. Break, yeah. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Well, my next match also involves Nathan Drake. Yeah, but it's a winner gets all the Aztec gold match. Nice, and it's Lara Croft v Nathan Drake. Uh, this match is happening because they actually worked together and there was a budding romance uh, for nice. about 12 weeks. And they went to search for some Aztec gold. And when they found it, it was kind of one of those awkward moments where you both find something. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll just look after that. And the other person was like, oh, no, no, it's fine. I'll take care of it. And that slowly boiled down into a, into a blood feud yeah. uh, that must end at season pass 2019. Um, Drake starts kind of flirting, throwing on the charm. Uh, but Lara Croft just stabs him in the shoulder with one of her climbing hooks. Of course. Uh, stabs him again in the other shoulder and then knees him straight in the nose, sending his nose into the front row. Wow. Uh, puts on a choke and wins in 45 seconds. Wow. Uh, Lara then opens the Aztec gold, grabs a coin from it to celebrate, not realizing that touching these gold with blood uh, activates a curse. And a yeah. strong wind, kind of like those winds. You know the wind flares from Gears of War? Sure. It's kind of like that, like a big storm and 12,000 people are killed. Jesus, that's, that's pretty that's pretty intense. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Pretty Lara Croft won. Uh, that's the important thing. And Nathan Drake dies twice. Wow, he did, yeah. Maybe it kind of sucks in this. <laughs> Nathan Drake, we really don't like Nathan Drake. <laughs> but that's one for the, for the women out there. Yeah. female female empowerment and all that oh. and that's <laughs> what the fuck happens next in yours <laughs> okay so we're something called a mascot mashup okay <laughs> that my version of smash bros in a way so we've got in this match we've got sonic versus mario versus pac-man versus cloud versus red you know the guy with uh, the pokemon trainer <laughs> the versus La- <laughs> versus lara croft Versus oh. Mega Man, versus Tracer from Overwatch, versus Ezio Auditore. Oh, what's he doing in this throwaway match? <laughs> he deserves way more. So you yeah. just got all these cartoon characters, and then Lara Croft and an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that interaction between Mario and Lara Croft. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, match starts off. Sonic and Mario, either ooh, hey. So the the stadium. Ooh, goes black. let me make up some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> stadium goes black. Not in, the, not in the middle of the ring. They're like, oh, it's a hunting game. You can't actually uh, bypass this, but like, hey, you don't know where, don't know where these guys are gonna come from. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, so they're all just looking out for each other, and it's a line rambling it's just light goes on sonic and mario the light that shines up they're just walking together because they're kind of buddies right they're both yeah. like pretty shit overrated like uh mascots yeah i mean yeah, yeah. mario changed gaming forever and sonic is, no one gives a fuck about sonic honestly who gives a fuck about sonic sonic is so shit anyway hey, if we sonic don't care is- about the sonic film how can we all have really brave opinions on the internet sure <laughs> my Sonic film doesn't look like how I would have done it then. I'm angry. 
Yeah, I don't actually think the song of the film looks that bad. It's kind of okay. Oh really? my god, have you seen that clip from the Aladdin film? No. Oh, there's like a 90-second clip, and it's Will Smith doing one of the songs. Oh yeah. And it's it looks like a stage show from a school. Really. Oh, <laughs> it, it looks so bad. Like I'm sure it'll be fine, and I'm never gonna see it, so I'm not gonna be like too opinionated on it. But yeah. it is. It looks like just a stage show in a community centre. That's terrible. I love Alan. Uh, Will Smith uh, is terrible. He's not. He's okay. He's he not been, great. He hasn't been good since, like, I'm trying to think of the last good Will Smith film. Like, I was good in that film about concussion. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Is it called Con- Concussion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was called Concussion. Was it? Yeah, <laughs> was that the one where he was doing the weird South African accent? Yeah, yeah. He's a doctor, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I guess that was all right. Yeah. Um, what was the superhero one? Oh, Hitch. Is it Hitch? No. No, oh, Hancock. Hitch. Hancock. Hancock, that's the one. <laughs> that was all right. Player, yeah. yeah, Hitch is like where he's setting up some fat guy with some attractive woman. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Uh, but we can talk about Will Smith later. <laughs> anyway, so lights come on Sonic and Mario because Shao Kahn's like fuck these things, and they're gonna lose anyway. So <laughs> Shao Kahn is, by the way, I, I kind of thinking the whole time he's like flicking lights and he's like he's controlling the whole thing. He's like putting, it's like he's just in the production that. truck, really fucking with people. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. And Sonic and, and, and they just get knifed down by Ezio Torres. <laughs> Get swooped down by dual assassin blades going through their fucking throats, yeah? Pac-Man runs around, and then the lights just come on. And you realise Pac-Man is really close to like, everybody. So he just go, he opens his mouth, and he tries to, like, shoot around. He's trying to eat everybody. He puts the cloud, he whips out his blade, and, and like, and whacks him away, yeah? So he, like, deflects Pac- Pac-Man's kind of swarm. I kind of think of Pac-Man as, like, a big snake. He can, like, eat, like, just go and eat, like, loads of shit. You know what I mean? Why didn't you just use Snake from the Nokia game? That's true. Yeah, you could have literally <laughs> used a snake. Yeah, true. Yeah, I could use two snakes. Yeah. So Pac-Man, Pac-Man takes off a mask and it's Snake from Nokia 3310s the entire time. That is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud just wipes and whacks away Snake after he's took off his Pac-Man mask, yeah? And basically, actually no, Pac-Man... Is still Pac-Man. <laughs> so Pac-Man bounces off and he is whacking against the, the the rings, the wrestling rings. There, he accidentally eats his good old friend Mega Man. Okay, again, the, again, the characters don't give a fuck about out of the way already. He's like Mega Man shit. Anyway, he eats Mega Man, yeah. And in the meantime, Tracer is like zipping around. You know, Tracer is from Overwatch. Uh, I know her from that meme where everyone's yeah. like, "I'll be Tracer." <laughs> Yeah, she can uh, she can teleport loads, and she's got like dual pistols, got like dual like submachine gun kind of guns. Is she like, she, like? So she's Deadpool. No, she can just teleport. She's like a... Dead, Deadpool can teleport. If he has that, that big, if he has that bag, if he has all the tricks with it. Yeah. Anyway, she can like tell it. She can, like zip about really quickly. So Tracer is swooping about and shoots, <laughs> and he's fighting Red. So he's got Fred as three Pokemon. Yeah, Red. I forgot about Red. I just call him just Ash. Yeah, and Red is just there. He's got uh, 
He's got Bulbasaur, he's got War Turtle, and he's got a Charizard, yeah? Wow, that's quite the advantage, that Charizard. Yeah, yeah so they're just, like, deflecting. So Tracer's trying to shoot at the Pokemon, and they're, like, deflecting and fighting back, shooting out, like, a razor leaf and, like, fireballs at, him, at her. Anyway, Tracer shoots down and eventually gets a good shot off at Red and shoots him and shoots a little kid in the head face. <laughs> Red goes down, yeah? The Pokemon... His Pokemon, his pre Pokemon go wild. They're like, you killed my trainer in their like, Pokemon talk, yeah? They start just lashing out at everybody, yeah? Bulbasaur's leaves are literally like razor blades now, yeah? They're just shooting at everybody, yeah? <laughs> literally <Bulbasaur's>, razor blades. <laughs> Bulbasaur pins, <laughs> pins them, <laughs> grabs Tracer from the air with his like vine whips and smashing her down. And he opens her mouth with more vine whips there. Yeah? And Bulbasaur just goes overhead and just drowns her with a water gun. It's just <laughs> shoots him in her mouth and drowns Tracer with a water gun, yeah? In the meeting, like, they simulated the... drowning on Tracer in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. arena. What was that? That torture thing that the Americans used to do. Oh, well, waterboarding. <laughs> they just waterboard Tracer <laughs> in front of 20,000 people. <laughs> Very much, yeah. Bulbasaur and Mortal. Cloud and Lara Croft are just battling each other. So Cloud is trying to like, attack with his big buster blade. Lara Croft is jumping, doing her flips. Shooting with um with uh, dual pistols and stuff. Lara dodging Cloud straw tries and finally bullets him. Ezio jumps down and joins in joins in like batting, batting too, deflecting, and like basically he's using his swords now, like deflecting his cloud strike. Eventually slashes and goes and slashes Ezio slashes Cloud's throat with one of his hidden blades. Yes. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. Then, then, the three, then all that's left is the three Pokemon who are, are attack Lara and Ezio, yeah? Ezio yeah, cuts starts with his blades. He just cut, starts cutting down Bulbasaur's vines and shoots him, and he eventually pulls out his hidden gun and shoots Bulbasaur in the head, yeah? <laughs> Charizard, seeing his friends, guys, in the burst of flame to the entire stage. He gets so annoyed that his, two of his best friends in the world have died. He goes up like, mental, he just sees red. So he sends this like, huge pouring amount of flame into the whole wrestling ring, which kills Lara, Ezio, and even he kills Wartles along with it. He's so annoying. What about the crowd? (laughs) Kills some of the crowd as well. Kills like five members of the crowd, sure or not. (laughs) Winning the match, a mad, bloodthirsty fucking Charizard who's out to kill. Oh, does Charizard count? Oh, I didn't know if Charizard would count. Because he wasn't... Oh, what a guy. He was part of Red's team. He just has to have Red's body over his shoulder to be allowed in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> Your story is so much better than mine. <laughs> Coming up next on mine, match five, you got the T-double-O, which is apparently what Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 is called, yeah. according to the Wikipedia, taking on Silent Hill's Pyramid Head. Nice. This match um, never really gets... It never officially starts. They start fighting on the ramp. Obviously, Pyramid Head's got his giant sword, and he's just swinging it at Mr. X, who's apparently invincible or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Mr. X is trying to fight back, but he's just doing the thing from Resident Evil 2 where he just sort of stomps at you really, really quickly yeah. and never really does anything. So he just keeps repeatedly getting hit. Um, they end up fighting into the back, into the backstage, out the doors, through the car park, across the street, where, according to Google Maps, there's a river. <laughs> <laughs> they fight 
across the river into the street. The police and the army are calling up. These two invincible giant monsters are just fighting. And that's yeah. where the production crew send out Doom Guy to go and sort this out. Nice. So Doom Guy, who apparently doesn't have a real name and it's just called Doom Guy, goes in. Yeah. But because he's obviously part demon, he gets sucked into it. Uh, they fight across the road where apparently there's a diving school. <laughs> they just end up in a diving school during an actual session and several yeah. people get killed at this point tanks have turned up from the army and are just shooting at them but mr x and pyramid head are invincible and i don't know about doom guy to be honest but i'm going to presume that he is because he's been through a lot of shit yeah. after a lot of fighting they end up at the hikawa shrine which is about an hour and a half away from the arena <laughs> <laughs> if you're on foot and they <laughs> smash it down and it's this big sac- sacred site and that's where suddenly time stops wow and they've had to bring max caulfield back in because i couldn't think of another character who could stop time to apart from that guy from that quantum film quantum game that was basically a film but i didn't want to include oh, that guy yeah. yeah that was terrible um and they all get arrested charged with murder and destruction of property Nice. So never begins, never ends, no winner. Nothing was decided. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you go about arresting Pyramid Head. <laughs> but they already had to use Max to kind of keep them suspended in time. Yeah. Um, and it was a whole thing. So Max, match five never happens. Um, I'll go on to match six because you've probably only got one or two left, haven't you? I've only got one left. Okay, I've got three left. So this is Battle of the Studios. We're putting Ubisoft against EA. We've got Wait. Joseph Seed from Far Cry, Rayman, and Aurora from Child of Light, uh, <laughs> representing Ubisoft, and Faith from Mirror's Edge, Yarni from Unravel, and Isaac Clark from Dead Space. <laughs> In a six-person tag that also never starts out because Isaac straight away thinks that Rayman is one of those alien things. Oh, yeah. Just starts butchering him with his big gun. Aurora begins to cry in the corner because she's a stupid child. And Joseph <laughs> has already managed to corrupt Faith to join her cult. Um, at this point, the match cuts out because it's Ubisoft and EA. The ending's actually behind a paywall. <laughs> yeah. So you, you have to upgrade. I was able to find some illegal camera footage um, of EA celebrating, but I don't know how. You have to pay 12 <laughs> You have to pay twelve ninety nine to find out. Yeah. Studios, if you're listening, <laughs> there was real world connotation to that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are getting what I'm saying here. Uh, so the semi-main, and then we'll get into the main events for mine, is called The Future of Gaming, and it's Spyro, Mario, Bowser, Sonic, and Crash Bandicoot taking on all of the Angry Birds. Nice, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, it's decent back and forth. The bomb one straight away blows up because I can't remember how it works. But I think <laughs> someone just tried to throw it and then it just blew up. Uh, Bowser was able to absorb the shot. Sonic is running around like a mad thing trying to catch the one that's shaped like a boomerang. Yeah. Um, and I don't really remember what the other ones do, but Spyro ate a lot of the birds. And <laughs> that was a lot of blood. And Angry Birds is really boring is what I wrote at the end. So yeah, our original is... mascots all win. Uh, uh, Crash jumped on a box at some point. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's it. So I've got one more segment of my main event. So do you want to get your main event done? Let's get into this. 
Yeah. I just want to hit yours. I don't give Woo! a shit. I don't give a shit about mine anymore. <laughs> Go, it. Ben. I'm going to mute my microphone and you just say what comes to your head. No, don't mute your microphone. I want to hear your like, reaction. Yeah. All right. So we have Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Sub-Zero versus Scorpion versus Kratos versus BJ Blazkowicz and a mental Charizard, okay? <laughs> And they're just like in the in a ring. They're just in a ring. Like five different parties, all like staring at each other, like, ah, like what's going on? Anyway, well, who's gonna win? As the match starts, Shao Kahn in his little booth outside, he's like, ha ha ha. He just starts tapping at the keyboard. He starts releasing traps, right? So he starts releasing like gas, and he starts, and then and the actual the the floor of the a ring completely gets destroyed. They go and they come down. On these like spike traps, yeah. So from each side, there's a spike. There's huge spikes, and then there's huge spikes, and they're getting closer and closer. No one died from the fall, but everyone's looking like, "Fuck, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Bj Blaskowitz, he sees, pushes onto the side of the crushing spike wall, and he starts pushing it back. He starts looking at the other champions, like a huge dragon, Kratos is like god, a weird specter of death, a scorpion. And Sub-Zero, this guy can shoot, like, ice from his hands. He, BJ is definitely, like, outplayed here. He, this is not... He's brought a knife to a gunfight. He's a normal dude, yeah? So he just says, okay, use my body. Use my body. And just jump and jump up. Jump out of the ring. And they do, yeah? And they jump and realise that everyone... There's so much... There's, everyone realise so much... Everyone has a better chance of saving Earth. So he holds back the spikes. And the other fighters jump out of the pit. BJ gets crushed by the spike traps, yeah? He just gets tr- crushed through the chest by the spike trap. BJ Blaskowitz is dead, okay? As they jump out, Shao Kahn is standing on the stage, expecting all of them to die. But he still just like, looks similar. He's quite happy. He-, he killed one of them. He can take on the other four, right? As this happens... <laughs> as this happens, happens in the background, the entire match, the entire event, they've had three... Separate bad guys, yeah? Hoping to wipe out all of the good guys, yeah? And take over the world. Uh, uh, when Shao Kahn is, is dead or, or, or nearly defeated, they're going to come in and, they, and, and take out the bad guys and then they're going to rule our realm. That's their plan. So there's three guys. Have Dr. Neo or Cortex from, from Crash Bandicoot, yeah? <laughs> have Hanson Jack from Borderlands, yeah? Yeah. And Dr. Robotnik from uh, Sonic, yeah? <laughs> and they're all at the same time. They, none, none of them know about each other. But before they're about to... Re, before they're about to... Um, actually see each other and they make a truce, okay? So they'll take out all the bad guys and then they'll fight amongst each other. So they come through. Uh, Dr. Neo is sending bombs and dynamite down at the, uh, at the uh, spectators and at, at the actual ring itself. Handsome Jack sends out his army of Dahl... Is it Dahl Corporation? Yeah, pretty sure it is. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Dahl Corporation, like robots, they come down. They've got, like, big machine guns. They're, like, just basic death robots, you know. And Dr. Robotnik has his huge, big, like, mecha that he has there. So they all come down, like, pouring down. Shao Kahn didn't know shit about this. Shao Kahn's like, oh, fuck. Anyway, chaos ensues like madness ensues there's missiles flying there's robots flying there's fireballs and ice balls and like it's fucking orgasmic violence anyway <laughs> scorpion is teleporting around sending fireballs to the robots using his spear trying to take out as many robots as he can 
Kratos and Shao Kahn start having like a one-on-one. Kratos and so Shao Kahn uses his big hammer, his sledgehammer. Kratos is using a Viathan axe. They're just trying to get a hit off each other. But both their weapons are kind of bouncing off each other, right? The whole stadium starts to collapse. Thousands, like, from, like, missiles and machine gun fire. Thousands of civilians, like, fatalities incur. So, Charizard is flying around, charging into robots using, like, a steel, steel wing and, like, wing attack. And he's shooting, like, flame spins at, uh, 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 into robots. Dr. Robotics starts firing missiles at Charizard and they have, like, an airborne battle, right? Where Dr. Robotnik and Charizard are just shooting fireballs and missiles at each other for a little while. Uh, what else have I got? Sub Zero <laughs> jumps around avoiding Dr. Newton, uh, Cortex's bombs. He eventually gets behind him and freezes Dr. Cortex here. Yeah? He picks up his frozen body uh, and he throws it into one of Dahl's robots, like destroying it, okay? All of Jack's robots start. Start, uh, start flying to Sub-Zero and they start just shooting uh, missiles and machine gun fire at him. Sub-Zero like ducks and weaves, throwing his like, ice spears back to him, tries to survive as long as he can. But the machine gun fire is too much and he just gets blown to like, literal chunks. Sub-Zero's down. Charizard eventually finds, swoops down as an opening and he eats up Dr. Robotnik, yeah? <laughs> but, yeah, he comes and he gets like a good opening because Dr. Robotnik always has this weird dumb thing. Where he has like no guard and has a big ass mech, but he's got like a really big opening where he can like kill him. Uh, it comes Charizard takes advantage of that. But in the, in the, there's like a crystal in the cockpit of Dr. Robotnik, right? And it explodes, and the robot explodes everywhere, sending Charizard back. Charizard thinks he's dying, he's thrown through the air. Yeah. And then he mega evolves and becomes Black Charizard, yeah? They're so like powerful. Scorpion, seeing his fallen comrade, erupts into the spectre of death, like flaming skull and everything. His mask gets burned away. Anyway, under the stage, as this happening, BJ's friend comes to the rescue again. <laughs> he has all three of the body upgrades, yeah? So he has super strength, and he like, tears his way out of the ring. He like, climbs his way out, yeah? Half yeah. machine now. He's like a cyber BJ Blasphemous. I believe BJ Blaskets picks up one of, one of Hanson Jack's uh, robot miniguns, which Charizard destroyed. And he sees, and he starts firing. See the madness of evil, or Scorpion's death specter, or Shao Kahn and Kratos just in like full rage, rage right, just tearing down each other to pieces. And Hanson Jack, this group of like death robots, and he just starts firing. He just starts firing at every fucking one. He's gone mad from all of this. He's like, there's so much terror, there's so much fear. All these people are so much more powerful than him. He's just a normal man with like who's survived death twice and now has half metal body. But still, he's still a somewhat normal man. So he starts like shooting missiles and machine guns at him, yeah? Okay. You know Yeah. This is a real yeah. tapestry. <laughs> Kratos, uh, in, in the middle of this, Kratos is Spartan Rage and Scorpion, yeah. Uh, starts pumping into each other, even though they have. Okay, right, I lost myself. Uh, and he starts firing a scorpion. Yeah, and he starts and he just kills them all. Yeah, he, he kills. Um, he kills uh, Shao Kahn. He, he kills uh, Handsome Jack. Yeah, and they're all dead. And they're all, so BJ and Kratos and Scorpion and Charizard, the only ones left. Okay, so they're okay. BJ's like, okay, we saved her. We saved her. 
The Scorpion and Kratos, the same as the Spectre of Death. Kratos is still in full Spartan rage. They just start tearing into each other. They just start just tearing into each other. Even though they're both like good guys. They both want got the same thing, but they just their ego have got too much for them. They've reverted back to their rage-filled ways. And they're just tearing into each other, like chopping chunks off each other. Yeah? Imagine yeah. their blood loss can be stopped. The earth can be kind of can of can survive. Anyway, Mega Charizard comes down and sees this. And the people who he sees the two people who've helped kill his friends, right? So he sees uh, Scorpion and Kratos, who kind of help. Uh, he sees other people, two other people who have helped kill his friends, right? And he just sends, he starts flamethrowers them both, and he just burns them both to death. Like flamethrower, because he's a Mega Charizard, he uses Z move, sure. And then just, he kills them both, yeah? Kratos and Scorpion just die in a big ball of flame. Yeah. And it burns and Chris. And Pokemon did, wins. Right, as it did, the stadium kept collapsing. Right, collapsing around. All like, every, by the way, every spectator has died at this point. Yeah, all the cap- <laughs> all the, they're just losing chunks, and the Nevada desert is going mental. Yeah, and everyone around is obliterated. So, uh, a but char- a, a, a a column, a metal column, pins down Charizard's arm, Charizard's no. tail. Yeah, yeah, Charizard is like writhing in pain he might not survive this bj looks and he sees the winged ferocious beast that just killed so much and his pin tail bj looks down his mech arm strong enough to pull the column away but and he looks at the beast and they make eye contact and they can see there's some kind of humanity if only he can show this beast some kind of heart some kindness maybe there'd be hope in the world so he decides to leave in the beast and pull him free he pulls the column up. And he throws it over his head, and as he does, he like screams, "Adrian!" The Charizard immediately jumps on BJ Blazkowicz and sending him put his body back. Starts like sniffing him, and he's about to. He opens his mouth to obliterate him, and BJ just looks up and says, "I'm sorry, friend." As he grows, I'm making. <laughs> and he starts. And he's firing. And so Charizard has that fire in his eyes. He's unsure whether to trust him or not. Charizard gets off him. He opens his wings to fly away. And he turns around and sends a stare to BJ, which says, are you getting on or what? BJ accidentally jumps abroad Mega Charizard. The pair fly away, having saved the world and the Megaverse. Oh. Man, I was so sure they were going to fuck at the end. They look into each other. Other's eyes, and then they do it. <laughs> Just <laughs> as the credits roll. <laughs> yeah. That was a that was an experience. I really needed to listen to that in IMAX. <laughs> that would be an incredible film. Imagine it. It would be an absolute. It's like if Ready Player One took steroids. <laughs> yeah. Tell <it> <laughs> so you what it is. It's like if the team behind No Holes Barred made Ready Player One. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from the fact Hulk would win. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> Man, I don't know how I can follow that. I should have should have gone first. Then we could have ended there. But I've still got some stuff to talk about. Go for it. Is there some time between the semi-main as they clear up the dead, but the dead angry birds before the main event? So out come the entire cast of Animal Crossing. 
they strut down the ramp. I don't know anything about Animal Crossing. And they've <laughs> got some Nintendogs and everything. They're in Japan, so they're going to get some Nintendo yeah. stuff going on. And as they're in the ring, they're about to start singing a song when suddenly one of those portal things open and out comes Sub-Zero. A nice... Sub-Zero is in the main event and he's not happy. He's out for revenge because he doesn't like the Animal Crossing people because they kind of tried to paint and put stickers all over his gear once because they said he was, <laughs> quote, too nasty looking. Of course. Um, so he butchers them uh, in absolutely brutal fashion. No chance for the Animal Crossing people. And he even kills all the Nintendogs. Wow. It just butchers them in the ring. You get that horrible squeal that they add to the video games when you uh, kill an, a dog. You say, as uh, it dies. And Scorpion stands there. And that's actually his entrance. It actually turned out that that was his entrance for the event. Okay. So he's really glammed up. That is it. That is it. So the main event, Sub-Zero taking on Ezio Adatori da Florenze, taking on Solid Snake, uh, Samus or Samus whoever yeah. Metroid is, and Sam Fisher, who is Splinter Cell. Now, Sam Fisher never turns up. His music <laughs> plays, um, but he never appears. So it, we're just going down to the fateful way. Yeah. Sub-Zero, Ezio, Solid Snake, and Samus, Samus, however you say it. Uh, the match begins. They're about to look up when the lights go out, and on the big screen, we see the DeadSec logo. DeadSec obviously being from Watch Dogs. Yeah. And from behind comes Marcus from Watch Dogs 2. He kills Samus or Samus, however you say her name, just to get her out of the way because the commentators were really struggling with it as well. Yeah. (laughs) To get her out of the match immediately. Goes for Solid Snake, but that's not Solid Snake. That's Raiden. Holy shit. And And Raiden stands there and just goes, ha! And kind of laughs at his face. And that's when Solid Snake boots uh, Marcus in the side of the face, knocking him out of the ring. Ezio, by the way, has gone. Nobody knows where Ezio is at this point. But it actually turned out he was just hiding behind a corner. (laughs) 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 And he he assassinates Solid Snake. Uh, Raiden just starts to cry and wonders why no one liked his video game. Uh, Or that other one where he was like a mech ninja or whatever. Apparently that was good. I never played it. Yeah, I never played it. It looks terrible. And so we're down to the final two, Ezio versus Marcus. But the difficult thing is, that's not Marcus. He takes off a mask, and it was actually Aiden Pierce from the first one the entire time. Oh, shit. And that's where Ezio kind of looks and goes, well, how does this change anything? And Ezio <laughs> goes, ah. Aiden Pierce is way less likable. <laughs> yeah, and Ezio just goes, that doesn't me i'm an assassin this this changes nothing come on kill me more now <laughs> yeah and Aiden just goes oh well um um have you got any electronic parts and then maybe i can make a grenade or something and Ezio goes why why would i what and then <laughs> <laughs> and then connor from assassin's creed 3 comes from behind and kills him nice and assassin's creed stands tall because and i quote assassin's creed is the best franchise in gaming history sure <laughs> and that ends my event yours was way better it was way, went a bit way more rambly yeah <laughs> yours is kind of like more creative like yours is funnier but like mine just goes a bit off this rail <laughs> I, like, I did lose yeah. the friend several times um 
Oh, I forgot. I forgot to say that my show actually opened with Yoko Maria doing the Pokemon rap. <laughs> nice. I never, I never said that. Yoko Maria is a Japanese opera singer. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that would have been really a funny way to start off mine, but I just didn't even say it, and it's written down right there. Oh. Do you know the Pokemon rap? Kind of. I don't. Pokemon, 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 Pokemon. <laughs> what a, wow. What an episode. I mean, guys listening, because I kind of forgot halfway through that we were recording this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let us know whose was better. Uh, you could find me at Nathan Greenaway. Ben, where can the human beings find you if they want to talk uh, to you? you? Find me on Twitter at Ben underscore Ebert. Wow. So that means we need to now have a one-off match between Charizard and BJ Blaukovic against Ezio and Connor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be for next week. I don't know what we'll talk about next week, but I'm sure it'll be something really, really good. Thanks, guys. Bye now. Bye. We gotta rap some Pokemon. You just do the singing. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. I want to be the best that ever was. To beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Dinklet, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Tata, Firo, Pidgey, King, Jolteon, Dragonite, Gastly, Ponytown, Vaporeon, Polyrath, Butterfree. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Pokemon. I'll search across the land. Far and wide